Honey rolled her eyes in Steve's direction. Reference to Sean O'Brien's interest in her was intended for his ears. Steve didn't come up to the standard of husband required for her daughter. He didn't wear a Rolex, drove a Japanese car, and had an inbuilt aversion to shaving. But Doherty knew how to take a punch. He also knew how to fling a few, only at present it wasn't a punch, it was a finger. Stern of expression, he was wagging it directly beneath Honey's nose. Honey, you should have listened to your mother. That man had everything he could possibly want, including his own teeth. And he could fasten his own truss. Honey stifled a giggle. Her mother's face was like thunder. Well, that's typical of Mr. Plod, the policeman, making jokes at a dead man's expense. A man who would have defended himself if he were here. Sarcasm is the lowest form of wit, so I hear. Doherty held up his hands in surrender, but failed to look contrite. He looked more as though he wanted to laugh out loud. Her mother rose from her chair and stood formidably at five feet three inches. Five feet five, if you counted the kitten-heeled shoes. This was one of those regular moments when Honey wanted to stuff her fingers in her ears. She'd heard all this advice and criticism before, and recognised the coming storm and the lightning-strike opinions that went with it. In her mother's opinion, a beefy bank account made up for a man's age, looks or general behaviour, though she might draw a line if the guy was a slob. The jury was out on her views regarding any other odd predilections. Honey was under no illusions. Sean O'Brien had been a man with an eye for the ladies and a habit of chancing his luck. Hope springs eternal, so they say, and whatever was springing about Sean O'Brien's person should have stopped doing it long ago. Honey remembered him with a shiver of embarrassment. He was the sort of guy who still thought himself a wizard on the dance floor, though he was older than John Travolta and too old for the discos even when Saturday Night Fever was in vogue. He still tried to hold everything together, wearing tight jeans when they were in fashion and two-tone shoes. Pure white locks hung like strands of unbraided rope to his shoulder blades, usually tied back into a ponytail. He'd also been partial to open-necked shirts and had sported a gold medallion amongst his pure white chest hair. Having been roughly five foot four inches in a pair of elevated heels, Sean O'Brien had also sported a bald patch in the middle of his head, the straggly hairs brushed over in an effort to hide it. A girl's vision of heaven he was not. Still, she mustn't appear heartless. She composed her expression behind the coffee cup before she made comment. So, she said brightly, though in all honesty she was aching to get Doherty alone, to give him a pep talk and anything else that might make the task she'd given him easier to confront. But first things first, keep her mother sweet. How old was dear old Sean? Her mother sighed. Not so old. Honey fixed Steve Doherty with a warning look. His earlier exuberance had modified because he had other things on his mind, namely that very special task she'd asked of him, a very special task that only a very brave policeman could do. In fact, a task he'd never done before, and he was doing it just for her. But the question she'd asked had hit the right note. Her mother's face lit up at the prospect of handing out information that only she could give. It was something to do with priding herself that she still had a memory. As sharp as when I was twenty, she'd proclaimed to anyone who dared think otherwise.
He was born in thirty-five, she reliably informed them, whether they wanted to know or not. Honey nodded. Uh-huh, that's what I thought. Too damn old for me, she thought. So, how's the widow? Her mother nodded thoughtfully. So-so, they had a good marriage, though not a long one. Arlene is younger than him, of course, but very active. Really sexy for her age. Honey was pretty sure that Sean's second wife, now his widow, was old enough to have a bus pass, sixty at least. Their honeymoon had been an all-inclusive deal to some island in the Mediterranean when old Sean had popped his clogs.